that note. Missing down one, but two left. Uh, I'm still over here looking boy. for black man to play blue, blue marble. <laughs> well, do we want to? Did we want to talk about them fucking rumors? Uh, SDCC is, is this week, isn't it? Is it is this week, yeah. It is this coming week. Do we want to talk about them rumors? This is going to go up before that. Yeah, fuck so. it. Let's do it. I'm with it. All right, we all right, we can talk about the rumors and then the boys and we I will we will see if we will get to stranger <laughs> things. We'll see. God damn right. it. The, the biggest <laughs> um, show of the nation <laughs> that we kind of forgot to talk about. Right. Cuz didn't we put it off cuz it wasn't okay, finished? So, or did we talk about the first half? Yes. Yeah, we did put it off. We we put it off cuz it wasn't finished and and then everything else finished. Now SDCC's coming up. God damn. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So let's... So I have the rumor list in front of me. So the first one is uh, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds will be in attendance to announce the next Deadpool, Deadpool movie, which isn't titled Deadpool 3. Director Sean Levy will send in a video. Okay, no, we, uh, should, we should go by, by each announcement. Do we think it's going to be fact or cap? Uh, for this one, I'll, I'll say fact. I, my guess is... Deadpool kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. That's that's my guess. I am open to being wrong, but I feel like it's too... With all the criticism and it being over a decade, it seems like too fun of a premise to not do. Especially if, if this is going to be the last Deadpool movie, which we don't know. Doesn't mean he won't appear again, but I'm wondering if this is going to be his last solo project, especially if they're going to do the I'm R rating. I guess no. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fact. They're gonna have some sort of announcement for it, just because we're getting sorts of new sources developments on it. With with uh, Sean Levy officially coming on, and then like the original writers coming back on. So we have to get some sort of news about what's happening with this movie. I don't think it's right. gonna be Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, just because I feel like they'd have to. I think this is gonna get messy with with timeline stuff, and I feel like they want to incorporate Deadpool into the actual universe, and instead of making like a gag movie unless like at the end of it he comes into the main universe that could be cool but i just i feel like for that they'd want to bring back actors like chris evans and like maybe some other people and i can't i can't see them doing yeah that. uh yeah to be honest i have no idea what a deadpool 3 would look like inside the mcu or how they even go about that but i i believe that they're gonna touch that sdcc yeah, which, which which I'm thinking, if they did that, it wouldn't be they bring back the actors as the characters. I could see them bringing back the actors literally as themselves, like Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., uh, fucking Ed Norton, Terrence oh, they Howard, they like never, that. They would never do it. <laughs> I know, and I know Terrence Howard is supposed to be retired, he, but I didn't know that. Funny. He retired a, a, a couple of years ago, but um, yeah. Terryology. <laughs> um, Black Panther. Ryan Coogler, Denai Guerrero, Tena Corta, and Dominic Thorne will be present and bring their first trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah, this this is almost certainly yeah, fact. That, that movie is about five months out. Uh, probably less by the time. Yeah, it's, gonna yeah. it's it's got to be. They got to ha- because. The big mystery is who's Black Panther? Like, is gonna be a Black Panther. we got questions, right. bro. How are you guys gonna handle that? The last movie yeah. was about Black Panther 
dealing with the fact that his dad died and like accepting the mantle and everything. Oh, he died and came back to life right. in the movie. And then he died and came back to life in Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> like, this nigga right. can't catch a break. <laughs> man's on. <laughs> as far as we've known, this man's about to be on his third life. Yeah, so I... They got his B-roll, so I I don't... Yeah, that that one for sure feels like... Fun. Um. Secret Invasion. No one will be in attendance for Secret Invasion, but they will reveal the main cast and share some footage. Uh, say fact, because that one's still filming. Don't expect to be a lot of footage. Not even like a sizzle reel, because I don't even think they're close to done. They just started like a couple months back. So be surprised. Yeah, I, this one seems... I think they're going to have like a full-on trailer. Because if you're filming a series, that takes way longer than a movie. So I imagine they'll have some, some prompt right. stuff to show. Especially knowing that they're going to be like it'd be different if they just started filming like last week. But for example, like the Batman when they showed their first footage, like they just started they've been filming like maybe a month, if that. And they had like a full on trailer to show. So I can't imagine they wouldn't have a full on trailer for a show that they know they're gonna bring to SDCC and it's been filming for months. Um I'm probably expecting more of like a sizzle reel, maybe. Um for Secret Inv- Invasion. Um yeah, so so I think we both said fact for that one. Blade, uh, fact that started filming, I believe, this month, like July fourth. I think. I think we're probably. Yeah, I think so. It says Mahershala Ali, Kit Harrington, Aaron Pierre, Milan Ray, and Basam Tariq will be in attendance for some news. One big piece of news is that Anthony Starr will play Dracula. I don't know if the full. I say cap on the cast being there because they're filming. But I do think they're going to have concept oh, I, don't, I don't think it's Cap because the cast is filling. Because it wouldn't be the first time that a cast has come out of their way to come to SDCC and they immediately get back on the plane. I'm, I'm curious to know why, if they were to bring the cast for something that's filming, why would they bring the cast for, for that movie but not the cast for Secret Invasion? That seems strange to me. Uh, that's, I imagine they're I all know, filming in question. Atlanta. Like, get all these motherfuckers on a plane. You guys got a soundstage in Atlanta. What well, depends on their. I, I don't filming. think they are. I think I think Blade's filming in, oh, in right. England. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, it makes it even weirder for them to come all the way from England. Yeah, I may go with you on that one then, because if they're in England filming, I doubt they're gonna come all the way to America to do it. I, I imagine they're doing more of a video. Yeah, for for like, yeah, for twenty minutes. That's. Uh, they might just be a little bit of burning resources. Not that I don't want to see them. That they might be a video and concept art. So it's like half half fact, half cap. And the Anthony Star thing that I have no idea. I want it to be true, but we'll we'll see. Um, the Marvels, Brie, Amon, and Teona will be there when they show their footage. I believe that. Uh, Zawe Ashton will not be present due to her pregnancy. Anson Mount will reply as his role as Black Bolt. Jody Turner Smith will join as Medusa in the post credits of the movie. Setting up Universal Inhumans is a big cosmic story going forwards. Half fact, half cap. Everything up to Anson Mount, I believe. Yeah, I don't believe the Inhumans are going to be in it. But I, I definitely, I wholeheartedly believe that the cast of Marvels is going to be there. One, because, bro, you're not, yeah. you're not going to miss Amon Vellani's first Comic-Con appearance. You're not. No. Gonna, and I'm Fuck mad no. that I don't it, get her to first be there to experience Hall H. Because as big of a fan as she is, her getting to be on the stage of a Hall H, oh man, I wish I could be there. Yeah, for that. no, she, 
Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so envious. Um, yeah, but the, the, that first bit, yeah, I believe that. Zawe Ash not being there for the pregnancy, I mean, that just makes sense. Anson Mount and everything after that seems like such a curve. Like, a universal inhuman story. Okay, I'm of two minds about this. I don't think they're going to do it. But if they were going to do it, this would be the one to do it just because Inhumans are so directly tied to Kree and the Kree are so directly tied to Miss Marvel. Yeah. But this would be like the only place to do it if you were going to do it outside of, I guess, maybe Secret Invasion. But, but that's more scroll shit. So, um, And then Jodie Turner-Smith playing Medusa is hilarious to me. Because remember way, way back when on the old Marvel show... I don't know if you remember that, but the second episode, I made a joke about Beyonce being cast as Medusa. Mm. Oh, so I might have been half correct if they do recast Medusa as a black woman. So I wonder where this rumor is coming from. That's an interesting one. I, heard. I don't know. Uh, uh, Malik sent me these, but I didn't get a source. So these are these are all rumors. Uh, Old War Hulk was originally going to be a movie. It is now going to be turned into a four-part series for Disney Plus that may have a small theatrical release could possibly be the big avengers event before secret wars with many big characters cap cap i'm gonna say cap yeah they yeah they, they don't uh they don't have the full rights to hulk so this would actually be a disney plus paramount split and right i don't know this one is too what? this one is too like weird and vague i don't know what what disney knows what yeah. to do with hulk she hulk i think they're fine hulk also, himself i, I don't I can't I imagine them announcing a World War Hulk miniseries in the state one before She-Hulk comes out, and two in the current state of where we know Hulk to be as Smart Hulk. Because I feel like that's kind of a spoiler no, it, it, if they reveal that. Well, in in three, this is in the middle of like phase four, phase five. Like this is a weird place to announce this. This would be a very big project. To like just now drop but yeah. most of everything else has already been announced this is a very random place to do something that far and that big out the blue random yeah uh, i mean marvel's done guardian like before go ahead but i just don't believe it. they have but that's more so like titles like uh, Captain America. Well, no, that was at a different event. But it was like Captain America three, not being Serpent yeah. Society, but being that was the first Civil thing War, my mind too. or like, yeah, or like the Avengers titles and shit like that. So like that, those, yeah. Um, three, a majority of the cast will be in attendance, and they will show some footage. Uh, yeah, fact for what? Fact on that. Guardians three. Guardians three. Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ant and the Wasp: Quantumania. We'll see some footage with actors Rudd, Lily, and Newton present. Jonathan Majors will send in video as Kang. Uh, they, they started filming, didn't they? they? Finished filming. That's a 2023 release. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll call fact on that. That's pretty I'll straightforward. I can, see, I can see that. And Jonathan Majors as Kang, I think, would be fun. So. Yeah, I think that'd I be think a fun we're thing get to do. Concept footage, or at least a still of what he looked like as Kang. Yeah. Like, I, I can see him like doing a, a, foot, uh, a video as like character of Kang, and then maybe we'll get some, like, concept art, a little BTS of a uh, Quantumania. Uh, Wonder Man, 
We announced with Henry Golding as Simon Williams, an interesting details that Evan Peters is returning as Ralph Boner, but may have a new name, will likely be a side character in the show. Uh... I'm okay. I'm gonna put you on this one. Kind of fifty-fifty on the. We we did get the Wonder Man announcement. We didn't get any further details, so I'll say. If I had to pick one, I'm a pick cat. Right, because uh, Wonder Man. I remember they announced it, but we haven't gotten really any further details other than we're getting a show. I feel like Hollywood really is riding Henry Golding's dick right now, so I can believe that part kind of. I can believe the casting, but I, I honestly just don't think we're going to hear anything about Wonder Man. Uh, yeah, because there, there'd be another another change, which is going to make the, you know, the purists mad. It's going to make the young rippers in the world out there mad if they're making old Wonder Man Asian. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that character that so many people are a fan of. Fucking Wonder Man. <laughs> Who was already it, uh, supposed to be referencing Guardians too, and they cut was it. He? It was supposed to be uh, It was supposed to be Nathan Fillion was playing him in a movie, uh, like a movie within oh, the movie. Oh shoot! I didn't know uh, that. It, cool. Yeah, yeah. You you can still see the behind the scenes photos of it. So uh, they made him a Wonder Man suit and everything. No, it was just. I think it was just like some some background posters, not like a full. Uh, okay. Thing. It was like there is a movie. Uh, about Simon Williams' Wonder Man in the Guardians movie. But those scenes, I think, got cut out. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. I, can see uh, them. I don't remember if it was I'm Nathan. i fact on this one. I can see it. It doesn't, it doesn't seem okay. too unplausible for me. The Ralph Boner thing seems weird. I can't see that part, but the Henry Golding being Wonder Man. I'm going to say fact. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just seems like a random... Not saying that he can't have one. We got a fucking hit monkey show. It's apparently pretty good. This, man, this man's got to have it. something hit. We, we saw what happened with Snake Eyes. This man's banking on a franchise. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see you know, Snake Eyes, but God bless. Out. I don't think anybody. I saw him in. I saw him in Crazy Rich Asians. He was good there. Like I li- don't get me wrong. I like Henry Golding. I wouldn't mind him in the MCU. Me uh, I just. I don't know. This this just seems like a random series of words put together. Uh, and and then the last one is Daredevil Man Without Fear will be announced with Charlie Cox starring along with Isa Gonzalez as Elektra. Uh, I'm saying fact. I, say fact. I kind of feel bad. It, this would be their their second recast of Elektra, which would be a shame because like I actually liked her in the Netflix series. I, I don't know why they'd recast her. Um, considering she's like Greek and Isa Gonzalez is Mexican. I mean, I'm saying you can't play other races and stuff like that. Oh, oh, I remember her. Yeah, she was the fine chick that died in Godzilla vs. Kong, who had like no plot. What? Isa Gonzalez. Okay, do you remember? Did you see Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong? Remember the evil chick that just got like thrown into the dirt? Blew oh, the up. Daughter? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. She was also. Oh God. Oh, I do like her actually. She was Sentinel Pandemonium in the From Dust Till Dawn series. I really She's liked her in that. Yeah. Now let she. Oh. Be, what's her name again? Uh, Isa Gonzalez. Yeah. Isa Gonzalez. She can like, be a I'm cool with that. I mean, she's a good actress, and I like her. I just kind of feel bad for the uh, previous actress that we had. A little bad. Because, like, I liked her as a uh, as Electra. What was her? 
Damn it, what was her name? Uh, Buddy Young. I liked her actually. I was like, I, I'll, I'll never forget the way that she would say Matt's name, bro. That shit. Ooh, <laughs> that shit says shivers up my spine. <laughs> Because remember, she was like sitting in the fucking room. She always called this nigga by his government everywhere they went. She went, she was sitting there in the shadows yeah. talking about some hello, Matthew. I'm like, oh, bitch. Ooh, my name ain't even Matthew. What you, what you, how you get in my crib? Hey, yo. <laughs> what you doing to me? No, no, I, what you doing? No, I, I really like Elodie Young. I think she kind of got the short end of the stick, uh, writing wise, but I, I'd like to see her back. But if, if they recast to Isaac Gonzalez, She's a good enough actress that I'd be okay with it. I just wish that Elodie Young would have gotten, like, second chance. Yeah, and I get that. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah, so... Uh, and she's and she's already done a, a, a Disney Plus movie. She did Secret Society of Second Born Royals. Oh, really? I didn't uh, watch that. Um, <laughs> and neither. I just know because I'm on a Wikipedia page. I think there was. Hey, bro! I, think, I didn't watch that shit. Either. Yeah, but I think there was one more. There's one more rumored. Do you, do you have it? Because those are all the rumors that I have. Let me um, pull it up. If I remember correctly, it was a Fantastic Four rumor. Uh, but I think oh. they were gonna announce it at D23. At least that's what the report said. Okay, and that's that's not till the fall. I believe, we can so. still go over what. Okay, you find a lot it? of conflicting reports here. Because I, I pulled up one that said there's a leak that suggests Penn Bagley will be Reed Richards. Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait! <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> Why am I not mad at that though? <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I didn't see that one coming. I go hold you, bro. Loki, he he would kind of fit though. Yo, low-key, low-key, he'd kill it. On the lowest of keys, because, uh, wait, did you see the other one today? That there's a rumor that, um, who's the boy from How I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Mother? Um, Ted, uh, there's a, there's a rumor I saw today. Jason Siegel might be playing Ben Grimm in She-Hulk. What? He's not ooh, the thing. Ooh, I kind of like that. Jason Eagle is a thing. Right, um, okay. I'm yeah. Not mad at that. As, as, as Jason Siegel is, there's a rumor that he's going to be Ben Grimm and okay, She-Hulk. But, okay. The and the rumor I had heard just before before we go to to that Ben Grimm one was that the original rumor I had heard was that they cast Reed, Sue, and Johnny as and. With uh, Steven Spielberg directing, and Sue, okay, Reed would be Jamie Dorner, Sue would be Amanda Seyfried, and Johnny would be Joe Curie. Uh, uh, <laughs> not as enthusiastic about that, though, <laughs> ain't you? I don't, I don't know how to feel I don't like, about that cast. I don't like Jamie Dornan. I'll I say this: I don't want Jamie Dornan to be Mr. Fantastic. Okay, here's here's the thing, um, because Jamie Dornan was actually my pick for Bruce Wayne. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I don't 
here's the weird thing. I think that can all work. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> I think that's that's the conclusion I've come to. On they can all they all have the acting range to pull it off. I just don't want it. <laughs> that's what that's my conclusion. I don't want that to be the cast. Not because I don't think they can do it. I just don't like it. Right. <laughs> I'm just biased. Yeah. You know, I I think that is a cast that could theoretically work. It's just not the one I want. Oh, yeah. Like I can I can I see Joe Keery or Steve from Stranger Things as Johnny? Yeah, I yeah, I I can see him as Johnny. I can see Amanda's I can see them all. I just don't want it. Um <laughs> I just don't want I, it. I, now I really <laughs> want Penn Pen Badgley to be Mr. Badgley. Yeah, now, now I really want that. <laughs> you you put that in my head. I'm like, wait a wait a minute, wait a minute. This nigga might have did right. something. I can see his ass being stretchy. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and plus, like, a beard Reed the is like, yeah, yeah, like Reed is low key a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, I can see him walking that um, line for sure. Yeah, and like. like Ben Badgley is, like, weirdly charming, but he's also, like, here's the thing. Reed is not, like, a fine-ass nigga, like Thor or Black Panther. He's, like, a nerdy scientist guy, and Penn Badgley is very much just, like, he's a, like, he's a regular type of attractive guy. Like, you know, your homegirl could probably get Penn Badgley. You know? I think he's a kind he's of a, attractive. He's a, I think he's attractive. You know, he, uh, he's, he's, he's a, you know how they have like a girl next door? He's like a guy next door yeah, handsome. I can see that. Definitely. He, he's, he's handsome how like Tom Holland is handsome in terms of face. Okay. We're only talking face. It's like, yeah, he's got a, he's, you know, he's a nice looking guy. Like you'd, you'd engage him in a conversation, but he's not like, whoa, let me unroll my panty boxers. <laughs> like, you know. Let me bust it wide open for this nigga. That's a that's a okay. He could he could talk his way into some sex, right. which is what he did throughout all three seasons. Three seasons of you, he talked his way into the panty draws, <laughs> which that's you know the, seeing him in you. I'm like, god damn, that's son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. If if I had to pick a white guy, I didn't expect it to be Penn Badgley, but he's definitely in my top like white dude for that. <laughs> He's not my top pick. Right. Not my top pick. He's number three. He is my top white guy. Interesting. He's not super tall either. It's weird because I guess Reed doesn't technically have to be tall, but I imagine Reed taller. Uh, I mean, he's 5'9". He's a, he's a normal height. Uh, I imagine Reed being like at least like 5'11". 5'10". 5'10". Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if he I mean, gets, if he gets cast, I'm not key, mad. I'm not mad. Oh, no, I can, I can. Actually, well, I guess if, you, I guess if you're doing like Ultimate Reed, he'd be fine because Ultimate Reed isn't like that tall either. He's just skinny. Who's your top? It's like Penn Badgley is mad. Who's your Reed? Um, uh, who's my boy that played Chidi Aragonye? What? The Good Place. In what? The good place. He played cheating. Oh, uh, yeah, William yeah, Jackson that's Harper. That's right. He did one. It was. It's William Jackson Harper, and then my number two is uh, Rahu Kohli. 
I remember you saying this. Yes, yes. I remember you saying this. Uh, and now Penn Badgley is my number three. I, w- I wouldn't be mad at any of those. Penn Badgley. Ooh, ooh, wait a minute. That might actually be a good pair. Rahul Kohli and Rose McIver as Reed and Sue would actually be a really good pair. They have really fun chemistry on iZombie. Mm, okay. She's she's already blonde and white. Um Yeah, that ooh. No, that's kinda the both of those casts are kinda fighting for my number one, Rahul Kolhe and Ro and Rose McIver, or William Jackson Harper and Kristen Bell would honestly be probably a pretty good Sue. Like low key? But but okay, so who who would be the Sue for uh Pen and, and be- honestly Ah <laughs> uh, nah 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 you know who I was thinking? Uh the black chick. The black chick. You season three. Oh, Not love. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. We just throwing throwing anything against the wall and shit don't Ooh, matter. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Tati Gabrielle. No, Ooh, she's already blonde too. Tati Gabrielle is. Sorry, what were you saying? I'm gonna save. What, what's a? I need to find the actress's name. She was in a. She was in that one movie. Tati Gabrielle. Tati Gabrielle. That was the black chick yeah. from you. No, I'm saving her, for, for Selena Kyle. Too late, bro. We got Zoe Kravitz. That's Selena Kyle. I'm sorry. Uh, Felicia Hardy. There we go. Oh, ooh, you a vile <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that to me? Ah, now I have to agree with you. <laughs> you know, Peter got the I got a t- fever. <laughs> I, oh, I, he sure do. Honest, but low key, you know, been funny as shit. What? Because of how old she is, she's the same age. <laughs> if Meg the Stallion, if Meg the Stallion was Felicia Hardy, <laughs> you would break Tom I mean, Holland. Because Meg is... would break Tom Holland. Okay, he need a challenge. He a grown he man. Tough for him to level up. The grown ass man. Now he got to deal with these grown ass boss ass women. I I don't know, bro. I'm kind of fu- yeah. It, oh, God damn it! What did you do? God. Ah! I'm punching air. <laughs> That's too good. Yeah. Too God. God, she's perfect for Felicia. Oh man, why did you do that to me? <laughs> She'd be great. She'd be a real good oh person. man. Wow. She got the smile and everything. I think the there's matter of fact, there's a picture of her next to Zendaya. Is there? It's such a good not like together, but like picture of them uh just comparing fashion or some shit that like thinking about you know somebody that vaguely reminds him of uh mj you know god damn Uh, i'm so mad at you for putting that in my brain now it's never gonna leave (laughs) now i have to like make it i gotta go into photoshop or some shit and make this happen felicia hardy (laughs) god damn you know she probably have the bald head, but have a white wig. Just, so niggas would never, niggas would never expect it. She just have that short little blonde cut, yeah. then throw on that white. God damn! <laughs> I am so upset by this. 
What do you not miss? Son of a bitch. All right, then. Who the fuck is... Okay, so who's going to be uh, the, the sue to, to Penn Badgley's read? The sue to Penn Badgley's read? I think about that. I'm trying to think who's like... Who would have good chemistry? In their who's like in their thirties? Because ain't he in his thirties? You see her; she could be late twenties. He pretty better. Come on now, give this nigga a grown woman. Don't do that. Hmm, that's yeah. This is tough. What is that, Florence Pugh? But oof, she already there. She's taken. Yeah, she she claimed her spot. Um, <laughs> nope. Never mind. But for half a second, for like a quarter of a second, I was like Amber Heard. Nope. <laughs> Amber, wait a minute. Um. Oh no, I'm. Yeah. Flexed. Not her. No. Oh, this is this is tough. I'm. Who's a who's a decent. Younger act. Who? What's something good that we've seen? <laughs> That's the real question. Um. Oh, a lot of people talk shit. At, at this point, I feel like that's too easy. She got that goofy ass Irish ass name. Um. Uh. Nah. Uh, <laughs> oh God, bro! No, back Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Dang. You remember Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yes, I do. Oh yeah, bring her back. I see. I seen her in years. I would say Jennifer Lawrence, but I feel like she'd phone it again. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> I want that. He would act circles around her ass. We need somebody that have like. Good chemistry and shit with um. God, who would be a good? I'm like really struggling to think of. I'm struggling too. <laughs> Talk so much shit about Thor. We out here struggling trying to find a good movie. Um, I, I like what's his name for uh for Johnny though. Ah, uh, the dude who was um the brother, Max's brother. Oh yeah, yeah, Dacre Montgomery. He's my he was my pick for Johnny. He's still my Johnny. He's my Johnny too. Um, that that hasn't changed. Uh, God, is there anyone in Stranger Things that's of age to work? That's the first question. <laughs> uh, would it be funny as shit to have um, what's his face to play? What's her face to play the mom? What's her face to play the mom? You know what I'm talking about? Play Lydia Dietz in Beetlejuice. Oh, Renata Ryder. Renata Ryder, <laughs> Sue. <laughs> Hey, I like him a little season. <laughs> yeah, who I'm not mad at. Um, what's her name? The that new fine ass girl who's in uh, Umbrella Academy season three. Luther's girl. Oh, the one that we didn't know was like Latina. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Genesis Rodriguez. Genesis Rodriguez. Yeah. 
Actually, actually, you know who I think could do it? Emmy Raver Lampman, who plays Allison. Okay. I can't. That'd probably yeah. That'd probably be chemistry. I feel like after seeing him with Tati Gabrielle and knowing the range that she has from Umbrella Academy, I think that could work. Okay. Because we've seen her be nice and kind and sweet, but also be like really harsh, annoyed. I'm trying. I'm having a hard time, and I'm I'm not trying to put limitations on the role now. I'm having a hard time imagining not either. a black woman named Sue. I mean, I, I I went on a date with a black woman named Karen. I mean, that's universal. Karen's a universal. Is it? When's the last time you've seen a, a, a black or Asian Karen? Asian Karen's not that. I feel like I've seen Asian Karens. What about an Asian Sue? What about that? That's the, I, def, I know an Asian Sue. I, I I feel like I've seen one. Okay, so who could who could maybe be like a? Uh, oh, who was the girl from uh, uh, Everything Everywhere? Isn't she in like thirty? Daughter? She could do it. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm trying. I think I got one. If she can do an American accent, Let's see, Let's see, what's this girl's name? Yeah, Stephanie Sue is 31. She might. Yeah, I think she could do it, actually. Oh, what's her name could be good. Um, homegirl from. Homegirl from um, Love. She was in. The Community. I think you can get Gillian Jacobs or Allison Brie. Say Alice. Ooh, ooh, that's tough. I think Gillian Jacob. Uh, I I think I'm gonna have to go Gillian Gillian Jacobs. I would want Allison Brie in the MCU. I'd want her as somebody else, be like a Squirrel Girl or something. I, she, there's something perfect for her, and I, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I think I'd go with Gillian Jacobs. They're both a little older than Penn Badgley. That's not. It's, it's fine. Who cares? It's okay. Yes, Stephanie Sue, Jillian Jacobs, uh, the homegirl, um, uh, Emily Verlantman. Is that it? Emily Ray Verlantman. Oh, we got we got a solid we got a solid roster for Ben to pick from. Meg the Stallion is Sue Storm. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) nigga. Lost Will temporarily, but he he experienced the knowledge of Meg the Stallion coming as Sue Storm, and he had to exit the chat immediately because he couldn't handle the possibility of Meg the Stallion, the hot girl summer herself, becoming the Invisible Woman. It's an anomaly he couldn't bear to to comprehend. So he's temporarily gone, but we over here figuring it out. I really like Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. For the thing is definitely my top choice because that man's a phenomenal actor and he's done nothing but great things since becoming uh, a world class star and creator since being on How I Met Your Mother. So 
yeah let that man let that man reign on i'll just tell us telling the people how you experienced meg the stallion and the the possibility of her being sue storm and it fucked you up so bad you had to exit the chat bro it knocked me out it knocked you clean out the fucking (laughs) podcast (laughs) knocked knocked me out the universe right um okay do we want to talk uh the boys, the boys and maybe do a very br- brief thing on Stranger Things and then get out of here. Yeah. Sounds like a great. Okay. Okay. So, uh, full spoilers: season three of the boys. What do we think? We we watched the finale together. I mean, I think this season was overall pretty good. The show the show's consistently good. You know, I don't have not really any major complaints. Um. God, I love Soldier Boy. He might be my new favorite character now. Right. Um, just because Jensen... I, I love Jensen Ackles. I'm glad I got to see him do something else that wasn't fucking supernatural. Um, but he killed this shit. Like, the boys does such an exceptional job at making you like unlikable characters. Like, objectively unlikable characters. But you, but the performances are so fucking good that you just like want more of them. Um. Yeah, I think the performances. You still? What were you gonna say? Oh no, go ahead. I think the performances are really aided by the writing. I feel like the writing in the show. Yeah. I feel like, you know, after season two of the show and seeing how things were coming to a boiling point with, with Homelander and how frustrated he was in the situation. The show always does a great job of making me wonder where these characters are going next. And I think at the end of season two, though I really liked season two, I feel like the way it ended was like, felt very, um, what's the word? Not finite, not like it was ending, but like, it put a nice yeah, not, on But it, it, it seemed like somewhat conclusive. It seemed, yeah, it seemed somewhat, somewhat conclusive. And then, to undo what the place of where we left season two at, they had to jump season three and up an entire gear to put things into motion again. Yeah. And I like that where we end season three, uh, it, it only propels the, the, the further development of all of our characters, but also puts in a position where whatever happened in season four has to be the immediate action after, or like, or has to, it leads it up for a place to set up for another season for it to go in- instead of like a passive thread right. that is a, uh, that's dangling as a, something that it could potentially happen. Like, I think what there's a, there's the mm. passive thread of us finding out that what's her name was the head popper. And this time, cause she's been like the low key, like backseat villain starting in season two. Did you notice that? Cause we find out, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's a she's a, definitely a secondary antagonist. Well, I think they're they're trying to transitioning for her to be the primary. And I think we only got like one season left. Yeah, over, I'm gonna assume because it has to end in one of two ways with him. I think either it gets to the point where he gets enough notoriety that he's gonna become president, or he's like in the running for president, mm-hmm. or uh, what's her name takes him out the the head popper chick. Right, and and I'd wonder if she'd be able to too with her power, because we don't we don't know if it works on him or not. Yeah, the, and there's like there's no way to test it without it being you know finite. So either 
Uh, basically, either she succeeds or dies trying. Yeah, I think the thing I like about this show as well is that there's always that forward momentum. In spite of the fact that this maybe seemed a little contradictory to what I just said about the fact that the last seasons felt like it had a nice bow on it, but you never, I would still get the sense there's a forward momentum, and I think this season revitalized that motion. I definitely felt that way at the end of season one, like especially with the ending of mm-hmm. uh, Butcher being taken to, to where his wife was and finding out that he that she had a kid and i think that right this, this feels kind of coming to a head like this isn't a show that can go like supernatural for like 10 years you know? 15 years right, 15 years this this has to end yeah no the next the, season or the season after that yeah and i'm i'm guessing they're gonna go probably to a season five i would i, I think four yeah because that i don't know what it is five to, i think five is just like a nice Nice little bow. Weirdly, yeah. Like, if they end it next season, I'm okay with that. I just don't. I don't want them to go to rush long. it. Right. You know, but but it's like you have plenty of time to wrap up the remaining storylines, whether you do it in one season or whether you do it in two. Because we still don't know what's up with like. Uh, I think she's a senator, but now she's the the oh, vice president in running. Newman? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, Newman. Yeah, so we don't know about Newman's daughter and what became of that. Yeah, we knew like that. That's a. We also don't yeah. know what happened to the the chick from season two, the bald chick who escaped the asylum. Yeah, which I'm wondering if we're ever going to get follow up on that, but I don't think they've forgotten. I feel like I don't think they've forgotten. Yeah, I, I think you. I think we'll. No, I agree with you. Um. Yeah, I liked Huey this season yeah, what a lot. I liked that he was making like some shitty decisions, but I like seeing him and Butcher on the same page and like the development of their relationship instead of yeah. odds because like he's very reluctant in season one I think he was a little re- he was kind of reluctant in season two but yeah and he, he's kind of coming more and more into his own and his kind of arc is very much about him trying not to be essentially a helpless bitch like he was the past two seasons I don't think he wants to be a bystander in his own life and and you feel bad for Huey because that's kind of what he was up until meeting the boys, is he was like this helpless victim of circumstance. And I think he wants to be more proactive. And I think him having that year gave him a taste of like, okay, I can do something and I want to be more active in my own existence, frankly, because everybody else on the boys has like something they can do. And he needs a contribution. He needs a point. Yeah, he's he's the... I think if, if Mother's Milk is, like, the soul or, like, the, the the uniter of the group, I would say that Huey's, like, the heart. I think that they need, kind of, they need Huey to kind of... Well, granted, he kind of went off the rails this season, but I think he, he he's that connector to the world of, like, the average man, you know? He's... He's, he still kind of serves that role in a way. And I like that seeing where his arc went in this season, he kind of, it, it, tests, it tested him in a way to show him what true strength was because he realizes he thought his dad was weak for all these years until he realized what true strength was, was the fact that he, he sat there and kind of braved the pain instead of letting his son see it. And I think that was an interesting place to leave because he kind of, I think he had the most prevalent arc this season. 
I think with when it came to yeah. Homelander and it came not home came to Mother's Milk's arc, it, uh, that came into head with with where Butcher was. I think those two mm. were two things that just kind of happened to align because of the fact that Ryan was mm. there, so that their goals were now united again. And that was like a semi way for them to kind of patch things up and reunite the boys because when all that shit was going down. I was like, bro, like, <laughs> like they're back crossing each other. They're drugging each other. I don't know how the hell they're going to come out of this, this season of team again, but by right. circumstance, yeah, there they are again. All the boys united. So somehow, some fucking how. Yeah, no, I, I like that. It, it's interesting because, you know, at the beginning, we see the boys in different places each season. I think at the beginning of, season two they were all together but they were kind of like on the run they like were were kind of outlaws and then at the beginning of this season they're not all together but but there's what kimiko butcher and uh and frenchie they're like sanctioned by yeah. the government to do it and now they're all united seemingly still sanctioned by the government to do it but they've all kind of gone through a place of accepting where they're they're at. Like Kimiko finally accepts. Her power. Yeah, they, they they went straight a little bit. Yeah. You know, they 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 were doing it by the books for a while, which I kind of like that too. Even though that that first episode was, I knew it was coming, but that sneeze was fucking brutal, oh bro. My God. Jesus thing. Christ! I'm like, so I'm like, dog. We didn't need that. I, I know you like to just be like, all right, bro. Don't forget what you're watching. Like, no, no, I got it. You, you don't have to remind me. Are you sure? He's about to sneeze. I, you don't have to remind me. <laughs> well, let's remind you one more game. God damn it! Like, yeah, the, the show does a good job of like pushing the boundary while also having great, great characters with it. Like the whole thing about like they straight up showed bestiality in a TV show, and I was like, wow. Yeah. I never thought several that. times. Several times, right? He wholly fucked an octopus, and I'm like. This is wild. The fact that... Like, this nigga's weird. This nigga's mad weird. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that it's... Uh, it's interesting to watching a superhero comic book show where the action, the superhero stuff is not the forefront or the most interesting part of it. But all the characters and the intrigue and like the fucked up world that they've established is what's really pushing the show forward. And... Yeah, I'm curious to see where Butcher goes next as far as him having this diagnosis and seeing that the fact that he has he has some sort of uh, time limit on where, how he can live and how does that affect him? Like, is he yeah, still going to push forward with his plan to kill Homelander? Is he going to soften up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of my uh, which, where I'm at. I really enjoyed Which now that means that... um, oh, I agree with you. And now that also, like we mentioned earlier, that actually puts a time timeline on the show yeah no you're having a year a year and a half yeah so we have a limited amount of time unless they just continue on without butcher but i can't imagine them doing that because he's like i mean I, I wouldn't mind it you know it's the the most likable thing about butcher is uh um honestly his performance yeah his char the character himself is like a right proper cunt but like <laughs> you know, which is the point and he knows it but like, I feel like them killing. God off damn it, Butcher, Carl Urban's fantastic. I feel like them killing off Butcher that would be the equivalent of like how The Office took away Michael Scott. Like you can still have the show, but I feel like it wouldn't be the same without it. 
I feel like you'd have to have a very, very deliberate plan for what you... I, okay. I don't think you, you could do a full season, but I do think if you, like, killed him uh, in the middle of the season, you could still finish the show. And it was, like, the last season, and you finished the show out without him. I think that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> a little side note. Side thing. What do you think the boy's equivalent of the Suicide Squad? be in this world the kill yourself crew kill yourself crew <laughs> but like 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 name or who would be on that team but like you know how like they have their version of the justice league and like we have like our version of captain america like what's the with the world I mean, like, I, the worst fucked up version of a justice league of a suicide squad it would probably be half those it, terrorists yeah absolutely It'd be, it'd be, okay, it'd be, like, they'd give Temp V to probably a bunch of either death row inmates or people that are so, essentially people that would not be missed by society if they went missing. Yeah. And they're so far flung along, like, the legal ladder like people that are in ridiculous amounts of debt or super desperate homeless people, anyone they could take advantage of. That includes those within prison systems. That'd probably be like the first thing they go to because they own them. But um, they wouldn't shy away from using like other vulnerable, any any vulnerable, easy to abuse and manipulate party within the American justice system, they'd probably take advantage of. And like that relationship between Vought and the government, the closer that gets, the more they'd probably lean into it. And Vought probably owns a couple private prisons anyway, so, now, you know. I mean, they own a school. We're about to see see that show. Speaking of which, right. side note, they, they gave it that show a title called Generation Generation V. Uh, okay. That'll be coming. Not a bad name. It, it reminds me of that, uh, there was an X-Men spinoff that I that might have been called like Generation X oh, or something sorry, so like it's, that. It's called so Gen V, not Generation. Gen V. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Yeah, there there's a there's an old show like that that was like a Marvel spinoff. I, I think it was called like Gen X or Gen 10 or something. Um that didn't get greenlit. I guess yeah, back to the the season itself. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it's I'm trying to, I don't even know what my ranking is because I haven't watched the other two seasons in a while. But yeah, I think it's, it's one of those shows that quality doesn't dip at all. It stays consistently good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the Hero Gasm episode definitely stands the fuck out. Um, and I was hyped for Soldier Boy all season. I thought he was fantastic, top to bottom. Honestly, everyone was good. Uh, I don't. A train getting a redemption. That's something I didn't see coming. I don't know about a full redemption. It's a it's a half hearted redemption at that. <laughs> um, well, heart being the key word here. Um, yeah, that blue. I guess a subplot that was interesting. A train is still a shit heel, like an un, an unlikable piece of fucking garbage. But he is experiencing some growth. Like him actually apologizing to Huey, and then Huey just says fuck no. Um, I really like that three-way fight that we got with Huey, Soldier Boy, and Homelander. I thought that was cool. Yeah, them all again. Oh yeah, Butcher too. 
Um, well, that was a Herogasm. The whole Herogasm episode might have been my favorite of the season. Um, that, yeah, that was great. Uh, the episode with all of Butcher's backstory was a fun ride. Um, the subplot of Annie and trying to get the new member of the Seven and, like, the redemption of the Deep. That was interesting. Especially because, like, how fast her friend got killed off. Uh, which, that show I thought was interesting, but then seeing all the behind-the-scenes shit, the the scripts, other two heroes that were clearly more qualified than that guy was. And I felt bad, because he seemed like a nice guy. But I also was rooting for, like, the Muslim superhero chick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. But I know they wouldn't, because of how Vought is. Uh, uh, Edgar getting sold out caught me off guard. That was an interesting surprise, and then we didn't really yeah. see him for the rest of the season. I was shocked. shocked and, um, and what what's funny, too, is that he still broke Homelander down with only words. And Homelander just, he's so broken that he can't even, like, physically overpower him just because of how much damage the words do to his ego. Yeah. That was, that was wild. That was a really great scene. Enjoyed watching that. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, the whole show, uh, Edgar's... Um, Giancarlo Esposito, his acting is always, he never misses. Uh, I'm trying to think about what else we got, what else we got, what else we got. Uh, there's a lot across these eight episodes, so they really use their time, I think, pretty good. There's not really a lot of dragging. Like, the closest I can think of is, like, maybe Frenchie's subplot. It, yeah. it seems like it's built into something. But that's probably, like, quote-unquote the weakest here. And it's still good. It's still engaging. Um... But I think it was just kind of trying to find something for him to do, like the demons from his past come and haunt him. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think, um, yeah, like what what it, what it came out to at the end, I, I enjoyed. But yeah, I would say that was the out of everything going on in the season, that was the stuff that I was I cared the least about. Yeah, but the way it wrapped up was still good. Yeah, like, I like Mother's Milk story probably better than Frenchie's, just because, I mean, I like Mother's Milk as a character. His vendetta with Soldier Boy, uh, I think, has a lot of layers to it that we just can't get into. Um, <laughs> I mean, in the show, like, the, the show couldn't get into them, but you can, like, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And the details that we did got, I thought, were great. And then him battling with his ex-wife's terrible fucking choice. In me- from, from top, I'm like, this guy's a bitch, yo. When I saw the stepdad, like I was, I was feeling the way Doctor Strange was feeling when he saw Christine's new husband. <laughs> like the minute, the minute I saw, it's like, hey, there goes the stepdad dressed as Homelander raising his daughter. I'm like, bitch ass nigga. Like, hell no. <laughs> nigga's a whole proud boy and shit. I'm like, how? How did you? How did like, you, you moved on fast as fuck, sis. I know it's been like a year and some change, but who is this nigga? Right. Like, how are you going to have to? And what? Like, you know what Homelander? Like, I'm sure he has to know, right? She has to know, like, the business. She has, she has to know this nigga's like some maga wearing piece of shit. Well, that, but she has to know how how Mother's Milk feels about. Like the seven and everything, and she would let that. Yeah, it's. I don't think he keeps. 
I don't think he keeps his feelings about superheroes a particular secret. Him being with the boys, that's a different conversation. But him not liking the seven, I mean, he's he's very open about that. Well, I don't think he. I don't think he's open to it about his daughter, but I think he he probably open to it about his wife. No, no, no. But but yeah, to his wife. I mean, like you were saying. Yeah. But or his ex wife. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know what he. Clearly, they're not together anymore. So I mean, he did have a no because right. isn't what what uh, broke them up was the fact that he was lying in season two. Yeah, I'm yeah he sure. was out. I think he was out, and then they pulled him back in or something like that. Or like, no, he was on he the was, run. He was out, and he had to. He was lying at some yeah, point. But... No, no, no. In season one, he was out. Butcher brought him back in. He was lying, and then season two, they mm-hmm. were. Yeah, and then his family got involved, and he said, "Fuck this." Yeah. Which, I don't blame him, but like, Mother's Milk of the Boys is probably my favorite of them, just because he's honestly like he's the one that doesn't want to be involved the most, but keeps getting pulled back into Butcher's bullshit, either for reasons that he owes him, or now with the re- with the introduction of Soldier Boy, now it's personal, right? Um, but I will say though, when the stepdaddy was trying to talk cash shit and got popped in the face. That was probably one of my favorite moments of the season. <laughs> yeah, that was about, he had It's just like, it, yeah, nigga was just like, um, it's like, uh, it's like, well, Amr is like, well, she needs a father in her life. He's like, yeah. Like, but he said some sort of smart ass shit. It's like, so, someone has to be the father. And he punched him in the face. I'm like, I deserve that. Yeah. I'll beat his ass. You wholly deserve that. Fuck this nigga. Like, <laughs> Fuck him and talk Especially at the end when he was the he was the one cheering for Homelander lasering that dude down. I'm like, see, ain't shit niggas. <laughs> right. He ain't shit. He really ain't shit. Yeah. So I, th- I think we did it. I think we talked to talked about it. <laughs> I think we we, we Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the only thing really left to mention is uh, I mean, the finale. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I'd say, oh man, yeah, we that finale, yeah. How it was woven? Oh man, Black Noir's arc, man, that was just sad. That was tough. Yeah, that was that was that was t- that was tough to watch because Black Noir was real to the end, and I hate the way that he went that they took out my boy. That was my boy. Yeah, I will say, yeah, that was the whole intrigue between him, Soldier Boy, and Homelander, and then that mystery of wondering what the fuck was gonna happen. When Homelander and and Soldier Boy finally met again, mm-hmm. that was like the stuff. I was that was like probably I think that finale was probably my favorite out of all the ones we've seen. It's because of the the intrigue of it and like the the different perspectives and alliances and like that was wild. Like the fact that I, we see Homelander yeah. and Butcher firing at the same dude <laughs> on the same team for and a then second, they just- I was like. What? And all they can do is just like look at each other. Right. I was like, are you about to get a a, a beat down with the both of them fighting Soldier Boy? I was that was about to be wild. Like, I can't imagine. Oh bro, when, when fucking Soldier Boy was reading Homelander to filth, he just like he's like, wait, but I'm from you. He's like, I know. And you're a fucking disappointment. <laughs> and he choked him. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, yo, chill, chill. That's your son." <laughs> I know. They're fucking disappointment. It's like the way he, re- 
he ripped it and he's like he's like it's it's a damn shame i wasn't in your life see how much of a fucking pussy you've become i'm like what the fuck bro God damn. he's like wait but you have a grandson he's like and he said fuck that kid he punted him through the wall he threw his ass through the wall and butcher was like nah it deals off him i'm out of here like you're going down because you killed my my adopted son essentially or you're you heard of my right. adopted son yeah so that was crazy and then Maeve I will say I kind of wish Maeve died I wish she would have kind of went out but yeah but but I'm also I'm also glad that like it, basically it should it should have went one of two ways either you kill Maeve or they they functionally killed her off but she got a happy ending which is some I think the best of both worlds you know she she's out of the game and she's off the table um and she's she's out of she's basically she's out of the shit which i'm okay with that that somebody kind of got a happy ending because that's what we talked about is at the end of the season the boys don't really have a w the only one who really kind of comes out okay is mave yeah the boys lost in season one they won in season two and they lost in season three yeah so I will say, I'm trying to think what would happen in season three. Because like Homelander is essentially like fully embracing and not hiding anymore. And out of the seven, right. there's only three of these motherfuckers left. <laughs> we only have the deep Homelander and A train left. So they got to fill up that deep yeah. if they want to continue that brand. Yeah, hire you to seven with three niggas. Right. Literally three niggas. You have less than half. That's some bad. Less people. than half, and it's all men. Oh man, you gotta get some of your diversity quotas up, homie. Right, two white men at that. Right, Starlight's gone. He said, "Fuck y'all." Um, Ave is functionally dead and dead to the world, as far as they know. I feel like by um, the end of it, I feel like A Train and the Deep are gonna come around, and, and maybe not. I uh, kill them not niggas. Join the boys. I don't think they're gonna join the boys ever, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna be like, "Yo, fuck." Fuck Homelander, because try to be. I, I would be perfectly okay with the both of them dying at some point. I wouldn't be mad. I thought they were about to kill A Train. I feel like if he had died right there, I thought, I thought they were too. I was ready for his ass to go, but then they put that racist heart in him. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that was a clever workaround. Just the the way that Jesse T. Usher is made A Train such an unlikable piece of shit. <laughs> This from the first episode, you don't like this man, right. and they've kept it running. I was like, I, I don't know, maybe you're a little harder on it than me, but I was like, obviously he was. I didn't fully. I'm not fully on. I, it's still fuck a train because of everything he's done, but I'm like, he's trying. Like he's he's a piece of shit. But uh, he's trying to change. Uh, he's a bitch. <laughs> He's a whole bitch. What, okay, okay. But, Let me ask you. What's what cemented it like firmly for you that he does like no matter what this man does, fuck this dude. Uh, the bullshit that happened at the oh no, you know what it was? What? Um, the commercial. Oh, the commercial. A Kylie Jenner ass commercial. <laughs> he was trying oh, to here. do what he thought was right in the in the, no, in he wasn't. the platform no. that he could. No, he, he was doing it for clout, and you know it. You're right. He's wholly doing it for clout. Because because then he had that bullshit with with blue with blue falcon blue hawk or whatever the fuck, 
where he brought him to that community center in a in a room full of niggas. Like <laughs> he was trying to do the right thing. He he thought he was doing the right no, thing. Bro, he, he was misguided. No, dude, he did that. He did that to protect his image. You know it. I know it. Well, He's no, a bitch. He wanted, he wanted him to be fired, but they knew he wouldn't get fired. So it was like, okay, I have to find some sort of middle ground. And then he brought him there. And then it, it took until his brother got paralyzed for him to literally drag this nigga for filth. It wasn't even that. It was just because he got pissed off at Herogasm and took his ass outside to become one with the pavement. Yeah, I mean, they did. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to continue in season four. They're going to try to continue on the path of trying to redeem A-Train. And I, I'm not saying that I'm because of how good the writing is, I'm not saying that... The, now, the deep, he's irredeemable. I'm not saying they can't redeem... <laughs> That nigga's super weird and a rapist, but weird. And a bitch. Like, yeah, he's a rapist, a bitch, and weird. Like, <laughs> and stupid too. He's an idiot. Yeah, who keeps failing upwards in life. But it's like, here's the thing: as good as the writing is, I think they could redeem a trade. But for for now, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's fuck a train. It's fuck A Train forever until the writing proves me. It makes it convinces me otherwise. Now the deep, it's actually fuck the deep forever. <laughs> like right, bury right. this nigga in a box. So what was worse <laughs> for you? What was worse for you? The uh, the Kylie Jenner commercial or, or A Train to Africa? Oh, A Train to Africa for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Like bro, actually, just because just the. You, you know why? Because that was where that ugly ass, pente cloth, fake ass, hotep ass costume yes. came from. Oh, where bruh. Every, bruh. Every nigga that looked at it is like, what the fuck happened with your costume? Imagine, what the hell are you wearing, bro? Bruh. Just imagine. Like, I'm, trying to new, I'm trying to rebrand. I'm like, rebrand for who, nigga? Bruh. Imagine somebody showed up to Blurred Umar Con. Johnson? Like- imagine someone showed up to Blurred Con in that ugly ass suit. <laughs> We're trying to be a <laughs> I would know for sure they were they were joking. Because I think of I course. saw somebody of dressed course. as A Train in the blue suit. I would know they were joking. Of for course. sure. I'm like, damn bro, you you got a great sense of humor. Right. You're bold for that one. <laughs> you know, I wanna see I wanna see someone dress up as uh as Django. That'd be cool. Which costume. <laughs> Ooh. I think the one he wears at the end. Like, uh the velvet one? The velvet one with like the round glasses. Yeah. You should do it. Maybe I will. Can't nobody stop you. Right. Yeah, I will be Django. Um anything else uh for the boys before we no. do a little stranger things and, and get out? No, I think we talked to all the all the boys. I think we talked it all. Yeah, it's great show. Continues to be great. God bless them. Yeah. Keep it up. Um if I only could make a deal with Netflix uh, and not have ready? this fucking 12-hour show, god right. damn. Right, you ready to run up that hill? <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> I'll be huffing and puffing like Miss Marvel just... Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Girl, okay, you know okay, you don't okay, got first... no super stamina. Come on now. Find more effective ways okay. to travel. First question up... Alright, here's my first question up top before we get into to the spoiler review. Uh, if you had to pick a song... To get to get you out of Vecna's spell, what would it be? Ooh. What is the song Ooh. that would need to play? 
so okay okay so what's the, what's the parameters of the song again is it like my favorite song or is it a song that that i know the words to the song that gets me hyped like what are we what, uh, what whatever you think will bring you out of the spell <laughs> it, it could it, be any it of came, those metrics it, it came to me immediately i was just trying to figure what the parameters were uh my song to get me out of vecna spell would be wow wow west by will smith Hey yo! Yes, yes sir, yes sir. That would for sure a thousand percent be my song. Wes, Jim Wes. Like bro, he's like imagine he has me pinned up to the wall. His hands about to go over your head. You just hear that. That would for sure pull me out. I'll give you that. That'll pull. That'll wake my ass up. Like wait a minute. Wait a goddamn That's the best. So when he outlaws, right? Hey, you know, well, not a, 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 if you're ever with with people want to bust, break out before break you out before rushed. you get bum rushed at the Wild Wild West. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, can can you guess what my song would be? I don't know. I feel like it's on Meg the Stallion. We're half correct. I'm half correct. Is it wet ass pussy? Half correct. It is wet ass pussy. <laughs> the way nigga, if they played WAP while I'm trapped in his spell, I would beat that nigga to death with his own tentacles. Wop, make it drop. <laughs> the way I would break out of those vines and just choke him to death with his own. T- what is he doing? Bruh, <laughs> what how is, did I know? How did who's, who's yelling about vagina? The way I would just have him in a in a arm bar and a chokehold, just like you're going to hell, buddy. And I'm taking you with me. Like I would choke him to death, fueled by Meg the Styles. <laughs> I'd be like, from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Crack and just snap his neck right there. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually do it one of two ways. Like you either got like he gotta like have him on your on your back and you have like the tentacle uh around his neck. And you either you either do it like that's a wet ass pussy, like you yell yeah, just flip or him like, over. Or it's like one of those silent moments, you just like whisper in his ear, that's some wet ass pussy. And then you're like you fucking you fuck him up. Oh no, no, it'd be like a man of steel. I just like have him <laughs> and I'd lean down and just in the side like some wet ass pussy and they'd snap and you'd hear an echo throughout the realms the <laughs> bats would start falling out of the sky be like what the fuck did you do it's like i did what had to be done <laughs> in the name of the father the son and some real hot girl shit <laughs> <laughs> like there, there would there would be nothing stopping me from killing this man no. i would for sure murder him it'd be like yeah we ain't got to worry about nothing what what happened in there i killed him <laughs> With what? How do you know he's dead for sure? Oh, I decapitated. I got his head right here. You want it? <laughs> what did you kill him with? You think I'm <laughs> himself? <laughs> but what did you? What did you kill him with? The power of like my ass <laughs> I just, I just hold up my palms. I'm like these hands, like <laughs> <laughs> these paws here. <laughs> yeah, I would. Ooh, I would. I would destroy that nigga. Like, he know? wouldn't have a chance. How did I know it would make the stallion for you? Because you know my spirit, I my hot boy at heart, your hot boy energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a truly, I'm a, bro. I have, I don't know how this happened, but I have like two Meg the Stallion plushies. 
I ordered one. Dude, really? I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. I here's the thing. I didn't order two. I ordered one. I got two because I don't know. God's favor shines highly upon thee. It's not my paychecks, but <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah, no, it sits. Uh, it sits across my bed on my chessboard. Um, let's actually talk about this show. Uh, season okay. four of Stranger <laughs> Things dropped. Part part one in early June. Part two in early July. Um, how how did we feel about it? I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was great. I was invested from beginning to end. Uh, this mm-hmm. show happened to drop the same night as Obi-Wan. And I was like, fuck that nigga. And I watched seven episodes in one night. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Low key. I did not give a fuck about Obi-Wan. And I made the correct decision because Stranger Things was fantastic. It was phenomenal. It, it, it was better. I give you that. It was better. Uh, yeah, I love that we got to flesh out the characters. It kind of felt a lot Infinity War with everyone kind of being separate places. And then mm-hmm. I think, yeah, from the beginning to end, it kind of really had me engrossed from everything that happened with Chrissy. You know, I loved, from the jump, I loved Eddie as a character. I loved the new addition. Uh, yeah, it was nice to, to be back with these characters who we spent three years with after so long. We spent three years, then we spent another three years not with them, uh, in in real in real time, and yeah, they came back with a vengeance. They didn't disappoint. They gave us a physical humanoid humanoid villain. They gave us the further yeah, development of uh, all these characters and what they were and their relationships. Uh, they gave us the return of Hopper, which was cool to see him. I would say, I would say though. I liked, enjoyed every part of this show. I would say maybe his was the least essential to the proper plot. Yeah. And but no, it was actually, cool, no, though. a combination of his plot and the California plot. But that being said, uh, I'd say the California plot was the least until, until it I, came into play. Yeah. It, it, it was the, it was the least important until it, Okay. I think the beginning. I think the beginning of the California plot is interesting. The end of the California plot is essential. The middle is boring as shit. At least for the Alaska Russia uh, mission, it's not necessary, but it is interesting start to finish. I would say to watch. Yeah. Versus the California one, where I think it drags a lot in the middle, and they're trying to figure out a lot of what to do. Which yeah, the whole thing I think, about have them going to Susie's house. I'm like, okay, like. This is like this feels like something out of a different franchise. It feels like like mm-hmm. like like something from like a like a high school like road trip movie, which I guess is what they were kind of going for, but it, it just had no semblance of like super. It didn't really have a lot of struggle. weight, even except for like the siege on the house. But even still, it wasn't like it had no weight, intrigue, or urgency to that plot. Mm-hmm. Because we. I mean, because they're so far removed from all the other shit, there's not really a lot of weight to it. Because the the big thing is, it's it's about eleven, not like Mike or Will or uh, uh, Will's brother or anything. So it's like the you know, there's a motivation for the characters, but there's not a lot of weight per se because they don't know about all the other shit that's going on. Yeah, they have a plot you know? with eleven, and they have a plot about eleven. Yeah, exactly. 
And so, like, the plot with Eleven... Basically, the plot, the parts of the plot for the California stuff with Eleven are fine. But once you remove her from the equation, it's kind of boring. Which is a shame. Um, because... I, would say, I, I personally didn't get bored watching that stuff because... Fucking, I like Argyle. I think Argyle is probably my second favorite new addition next to Eddie. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed him. He was just a stoner to me. Oh, bro. I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I live in California, bro. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. This is these are like, I don't like, I feel like I've seen this guy before. I'd kick it with him. Right, he's fun. He's fun to me. Right, but, and um, then for, for, but I, mean, I think but, the biggest thing is like they didn't linger on it. I felt like either, like they would, they would. So it, it it's the weakest. But like, I wasn't too bored. You know, like either something was going on with Will or. They're running away from the apostapos or whatever, so you know this. Bro, was, it, essentially, was, it, it was fine by the end of it. I didn't hate it, bro. This shit. What, he, what did he say? Yeah, because when they're talking about like, she has to get in like the salt or whatever, and Argyle said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you have to, you have to cleanse the body to enter the mind." That shit. <laughs> that shit <laughs> me up. That shit was so funny. You have to um, cleanse the body to enter the mind, my dude. I was like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's a good way to, to break it down is, like, we got, like, four different plots going on. So we had the California plot, um, which I like the setup, and I like the end. I like, I guess, where it breaks off is all the stuff with Eleven and her flashbacks, which maybe we did talk lightly about it last time. Um, but it, like, fucking blew me away how they did the visual effects for Eleven. Apparently there are a fuck ton of visual, a fuck ton of effects in this show. Yeah, I didn't they, even they notice because, like, they pulled the Captain America first Avenger with her. They did it because, like, I didn't think much about it until I was watching part two. And I'm like, wait a minute, none of this has been B roll so far. How did they do this? Because, like, I thought at first it was B roll, but then I realized there was so much of them. Like, no, this is new. How did wait, really? they de age her? Even so the just... shots where they would go in between. Showing little eleven and big eleven in the first half. You no, I'm saying no. I'm saying it wasn't B roll. No, I'm saying, but you thought it was B roll. Right. No, th- that's and that's the thing because like I I wasn't paying it that much mind or attention. I'm just like, wow, they must have gotten a really good budget for the, you know. So <laughs> it's like, wow, wow, they really shot a lot of shit, and they're just like putting her in different places with that old B roll, huh? <laughs> no, I wasn't. And then it hit me in part two. I'm just like, this is this this can't be B roll. This has got to be something else. Like, cause like, you know, you could, you could like rotoscope and cut in place, like, and, and change lighting on B-roll. And it's like in a, in a controlled lighting environment with like artificial lights. So if they just took old, you know, clips and snippets of her crying and bleeding and shit, like I could believe that, but, and then they like shot new footage around it. But I'm like, man, how the fuck, <laughs> like by the end of it, I'm like, how do you do that? I would even hold you. This is probably like the best de aging uh, method I've ever seen. I don't. Yeah. I, I know how they pulled it off. Now they had a uh, like you said, they Captain America did. They they used uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's face on some tiny bald headed girl's head, and it it just worked. Um, it was very impressive. Uh, the, oddly enough, they they had to thicken up David Harbor for a couple scenes. I think like they put prosthetics on, on him or put some CGI. Yeah, oh, it was prosthetics. You're right. 
Yeah, because yeah, he got fucking he got fit for this season. I was like, okay, yeah, he looked great. You know, shout out to shout out to him and his workout ethic. Like, he looked really good. Yeah, bro. Um, I mean, out, outside of the show, like just watching interviews with him, I'd want to kick it with David Harbour. He seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, can we? His acting this season was just like I mean, he's he's always been good. Don't get me wrong; I've never had any issues with his acting at all. But I don't know; he seemed more confident maybe maybe because he's had some big maybe because of how big his like star has gotten it seems like he really like carried more in his acting bag with this one yeah because like they gave him something different to do you know we've, we've we've seen hopper the cop that just lost his family you know we've seen hopper who's become a dad now we're seeing hopper who's in prison and he's like he's on the end of his rope we've seen like a hopeless hopper uh, not for a yeah. joke here, but uh, yeah, I thought he was great the entire run until he got hope, you know. And then, like, w- right when him and what's uh, one of the writer's character's name again? Oh, uh, it's not Grace, it's not mom, mom, yeah. When him and mom reunited, um, I was like, ah, there's the hopper, there's the hopper we know because, like, for the majority of the season to me, he didn't feel like hopper. I think that was just because the characters we know Hopper to be around weren't there. And plus, like, you know, him with the bald hair, not really having the facial hair. He looks like a very different character. But, yeah. No, I think he really killed it this season. Speaking of MVPs of the season, can we give a... What's his name? What the hell is her character's name? (laughs) I can't remember it. I'm I'm trying to find it. Tyler um, McLaughlin. Is that the kid's name? Um, who plays Lucas? Who plays Lucas? It's not Tyler, Kayla McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lucas was great in terms of acting. But God, he was acting his ass off in them second parts. He really was. Like, was like, like I've, I've always known he was a good actor, especially seeing him in a, the new edition story. But fucking hell, he killed it. He was amazing yeah, in those yeah. last two. I think maybe because of the scope of everything that was going on, his kind of story about kind of finding acceptance and like his path in high school got overshadowed by the rest of the plot. But I think they did a really good job of bringing it around to the end when he was in the house with, uh, with Max, mm-hmm. like where he started at the beginning of the season versus where he is at the end of the season. I think his, his turn from one to be part of the team and his internal conflict about being with his friends versus them. It was kind of like a flick of a switch decision where like he just fully went with the, the old gang. But I think the the payoff of that and him straight up opposing the cool kids he wanted to be a part of was was very satisfying to to see in his arc. Yeah. No, uh, uh, um, Joyce, Jesus Christ, Joyce, Joyce, Joyce Spires. Um, bro, if someone put a gun <laughs> to my head and asked me what that woman's name was, I would I would be dead, <laughs> right. I would have folded, bro. <laughs> What's the name of Winona Ryder's character on Strangely? Uh, Karen, Stacy, uh, uh, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh no, but I think you know, as usual, the kid, the kids are good. Um, Kayla McLaughlin was definitely a standout. You know, I, he's one that um, definitely just keeping an eye on in terms of like career and shit. Um, I haven't seen Concrete Cowboy, but you know, heard heard positive things. Um, yeah, I mean. Think about just like acting wise, all straight, all good. Um, you know, plot wise, 
it all held my attention considering how long as fuck these episodes were. I'm surprised. Um, people have fallen in love with Eddie, which I guess is kind of surprising to me. Like, I like Eddie, don't get me wrong. But he just seems like a um, quirky old character who had one of the most telegraph deaths I've ever seen. <laughs> he was giving this big speech about uh, to, to Dustin, just like, hey man, I love you, bro. Don't be a hero, you know? And just went on and on for five minutes. I'm like, his ass is dead. <laughs> for sure he's dead. Also, before he died, you called it. Yeah, I called that shit. And <laughs> they were when they were at, like making the weapons and everything. I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> he's he's for sure dead. And I thought they were gonna kill Max too. I thought um, they were gonna kill Steve. Steve, I thought they I thought they might have killed him too. He was losing a lot of blood. That's why I thought he was gonna die. Yeah, I'm like I don't know if he's gonna. I was like, oh, you're definitely dead. Homie. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's losing, I'm like, he... yeah, I'm just like, he's losing a lot of blood. I don't think he's going to make it out of this one. Yeah, they just but like he... they just put some band-aids on him. He's fine. Yeah, he, he powered don't through. don't get any infection from getting bit up by, by other ultra-dimensional bats or anything. Yeah, that's just, never addressed that one, huh? Nope. Um. Yeah, I mean, acting was good. The storylines, um, I wish we got a little bit more attention on the whole Will being gay subplot. Not that it's like a major focal point or really needs to be, but like, this man was crying in his palm at one point. You know, I, I had another friend, when I talked to another friend about it, about it, he thinks he might be asexual. Will or Mike? Will. Really? Yeah, because the, the subtext the subtext I, I to felt, me was I felt the subtext was gay as well. Yeah, the now, subtext was clearly I mean, it all the first sign should have been the way he recoiled at that that cute ass girl in their high school who like tried to footsie him and he snatched his foot away. And I'm like, hey, all right, bro, that chill. Could be, that could be asexual too. You could not want Yeah, I mean Yeah, yeah, they're sex repulsed asexuals, but like, I did, but like the the way he was balling in his hand because he's over different. Mike because he doesn't feel those things. He's different. I this There's is no, no disrespect. This is no disrespect to the Duffer brothers or the asexual community. I do not think they are that creative. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm sorry. I don't think they are clever enough to try and do an asexual plotline. No, I totally think he's gay too. I was, just, <laughs> I, was I was playing devil's advocate because no, I know, I know. Because I'm over here <laughs> thinking, I'm just like, I don't. Because like uh, Bojack Horseman has pretty solid asexual representation, and and from the the few that that I've seen, it's kind of closer to that. Like, I don't think you'd be that heartbroken because of. The nigga didn't like you that you were friends you with. Can't fuck your boy. Yeah, you it's just, when you can't fuck your boy. <laughs> right, because it's just like it's like, oh man, he's in love with his girlfriend, and I don't have any attraction. I don't have any sexual attraction at all, and I'm. I don't know it. The subtext. It's not adding up subtextually. Is all I'm saying. He loves her, but I love him, and I can never be happy. Yeah. 
was like, I mean, yeah, I guess he could be he could be asexual, homo, romantic, nah, technically. Not, bro. Yeah, no, he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I'm sorry, the Duffer Brothers are, are I don't think are, are clever enough to be like we're going to put an asexual character in the show. But I wonder why they they were upfront. I guess because they revealed it last season. I was like, why are they more upfront about the the Robin being gay stuff than they were about Will's being gay? I don't know, maybe they're gonna say yeah, it, yeah, I think that's just because they, they addressed it last season. So what's going to happen is they're going to kill Eleven next season, and then Mike and Will are finally going to get together. That's the plan. That's what they're going to do. Mike does not like that boy. <laughs> he going to learn. First, he going to learn today. <laughs> for, for, first of all, I'll be damned if Mike is together with a boy that wears a bowl cut in the ninth grade. His mama does not love him. No, he's going to glow up and realize that he likes him. He's gonna he's gonna switch that haircut up. He's gonna he's gonna become more modern with it. He's gonna sure the fuck hope so. Oh God, do we want to talk about the bullshit with Noah Schnapp? Bullshit with what? What about it? Why? What? I don't know what happened. You, you don't know about the Doja Cat shit? No. It, ha- it happened while we were out of town. What? What happened? I didn't hear about this. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. Okay, this is a detour from the Stranger Things shit. Which good, great season. Um, that's good storylines, right? Noah Schnapp. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, my evil twin, Doja Cat. If you don't know, Doja Cat is my evil twin. Share the exact same birthday. Um, but <laughs> she DM'd Noah Schnapp to get uh some info on how to contact the actor that plays Eddie because she has a crush oh. on him. Oh. And Noah Schnapp publicly aired out the fact that this grown-ass woman hit his DMs to try and get info about a nigga who has a publicly open Instagram. Oh, what? So, and then Doja got mad because he publicized the DMs. Oh. And I'm like, Doja, you just sound goofy. <laughs> you you messaged a literal child because Noah Schnapp is still 17 to to get contact info for one of his castmates when you could have just hit that nigga in his own DMs. Which were not hard to find, mind you. I I didn't even his name is Joseph Quinn is the actor. Oh, wait, I did no, not remember. But is, she, but is she friends with with Noah Schnapp, or was she friends with him? Did she know him? I I don't think she knew him like that. I think it was a famous person hitting up another famous person. I think maybe she because, was nervous about it. Maybe he's like maybe he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> nigga, it's Joseph Quinn. No, I'm saying maybe maybe Doja Cat was nervous that Joseph Quinn didn't know who she was. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, I heard nothing about this. That's hilarious. Yeah, it all this shit went down like while we were at Blurred. It was funny as fuck. Cause I, I'm like, sis, you look goofy. What do you what do you do? Like Cause here's the thing. I didn't I didn't remember Joseph Quinn's name. I just Googled uh Eddie nigga from Stranger Things Instagram and it was the first thing to come up. It's right there. 
like or you have a manager just have your manager hit up his manager and get his number like there were like 15 other ways to go about this and you just did not <laughs> you just you got to hold an L on this one because not only did all of this go public now and now you look dumb you also look weird because you literally i think is he the only one left at 17 let's see oh, and wolfhard is 19 billy bobby brown is 18 all i know is joseph Bob missouri is about to blow the fuck up after this yeah yeah kill my yeah you hit up literally the only child left on the cast <laughs> look like all of these other niggas are either 18 or up. We hit up the one 17 year old left. Hmm. I was just like, hey, can you give me in contact with your castmate? Like, first of all, in the in season four, I don't think Will and Eddie even met. No, they didn't. So why would you ask him? Like you at the at the minimum, you should have asked fucking God Matarazzo, because at least they were in a scene together. Yeah. You know? If they, I mean, maybe she's going off who she know. I don't, Girl, I don't know why she has a friendship <laughs> with him. She, she went to his DMs. Just go to any of these other niggas' pages that, you know, <laughs> shared a scene with, like... <laughs> God damn! Oh my god! It was just dumb. It was just dumb shit. I'm like, sis, you just look dumb. And now you're mad at him for posting shit. It's like, yeah, girl, cause you look weird. That's like, that's like if if one of my homegirls hit up your sister through her DMs to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Would that not be fucking weird, bro? That would be odd. That would be pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is she is she still retiring from music, or is that all Cap? I think that's Cap. Okay, because I know she said that, but like, she's been in the public eye still, but I don't know if she's released anything new recently. Oh, she did that Vegas song for the Elvis movie. Uh, okay. I didn't know about that. Yeah, pretty good. Um. I don't know, do we have anything left about Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things are happening. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me you know that song. I, I do not believe I do. You don't, bro. You need to get on Thames, bro. You need to listen to some Thames. I, I do, actually. I, I like her voice. She, crazy, she's gorgeous, crazy too. She, she, is. she looked she's like uh, she looked like Nala from Lion King. Have you seen that picture? No, I haven't, but I believe it, though. Yeah, look up a picture of her next to Nala. They look just like my beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful voice. She's gorgeous. Uh, Listen to the song yeah. "Crazy Tings" by by Tex. Okay. I have to I have to check it out. Stranger Tings are happening. Uh, what do you think about Vecna? She she the one that did like these are the things that you cannot find. These da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Okay, yeah, yeah. She be singing. Uh, I really like Vecna. Um, the Henry Keel. Uh, thing was a pleasant surprise by the end of part one. I really like that. I guess twist. 
uh, which when you look back, you're like, oh, the signs were there. That's interesting buildup. Um, him being the overarching villain is is interesting. Uh, uh, interesting semi-retcon, but Jamie uh, Campbell Bower did fucking... He also did the voice of Vecna. He's oh, really talented. Yeah, well, he's playing Vecna. I know, but I didn't realize, like... Like, I saw a video of him doing the voice in the booth. I didn't realize oh. that was, like, his voice with not a lot of modulation to it. Like, the, like yeah, there's some editing, of course, but, like, that's mostly his... Oh, he can just hit that lower timber. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, there's a, there's a video... Yeah, there's, like, a video of him, I think, doing ADR, and you see him just, like, you know, look at that boy over there. And I'm just like, God damn! Okay, bro! You got it? Um, no. See you. Yeah, it's like, it's giving range. We'd love to see it. Um, <laughs> no, he, he's very, very good. Um, yeah, he's, he's a lovely addition. Uh, just, I really, I really liked Vecna as a villain. Uh, his premise was interesting. The, the whole spells and the way that he tortured the cast was, was really cool. Uh, him being directly tied to Eleven in the lore, um, I don't know, it, it makes things a lot more cyclical and connected, but in a way that doesn't, like, bother me. You know, so yeah. now it, pieces are starting to be put into place, and, and knowing that, uh, evidently, he was the one that created the... End player? Yeah, I almost called it the Ender Dragon. Um, yeah, the, I, I thought it, so in that scene where they showed it, I thought it was the other way around where the Mind Flayer corrupted him, but no, apparently he, that was a creature there, and he just, like, took advantage of it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, no, he weaponized that thing. Uh, yeah, and then gave it a shape. Whoa, it's trippy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll fight uh, in the Upside Down next season. Hmm. All I know is we're gearing up for something big, as the season finale implies. Yeah, yeah, it, it, be a it... Time jump of some kind. Which is fine. Um, I wonder how far they're gonna jump because I'm that because I know they mentioned a time jump, especially with the actors getting older. But I'm wondering how far can you jump with how? It seems like that's a very immediate thing that they have to address. Right. Well, I know that, exactly. No, because yeah, in, the unless they up like uh, unless they do like a like a like Resident Evil it's like it's post apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Which, which, they might. Sw- I'm okay if they swing that way because part one very much reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street, but part two really reminded me of Resident Evil, like a lot. Yeah. So, so if they lean harder into the tone of part two and make make it basically upside down, is bleeding into, uh, I almost call it Haverford. What's the name of the town? Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. yeah. If they if they make it like tie into Hawkins, uh, and almost like Hawkins is in like a bubble or something, I think that'll lead to some very interesting narrative telling. Like the government traps Hawkins under a dome, and the citizens have to like fend for themselves in this weird like post-apocalyptic bubble separated from the rest of America, but they don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm curious, man. So okay, so season one starts in nineteen Mar- November nineteen eighty three. This mm. is roughly November nineteen eighty six. Do we think in the time jump 
they're going to go into the 90s, or you think they're going to keep it all in the 80s? Maybe they're going to keep it all in the 80s. I'm guessing... I imagine the furthest they go... 88. I'm guessing they're going to... Yeah, I'm guessing they're going to be at 88. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 89. We'll, we'll come back to this podcast and find out who's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and just be 87. It's like, damn! Bro, because I, I, I think I saw an interview with David Harbour, and they said they don't even start filming until next year. Which means that we won't even get it until 2024. At the earliest. I think at the earliest, yeah. But no, you're right. I'm curious what these spinoffs are going to be, too. Because apparently Finn Wolfhard guessed it already. And I'm like, damn, if they haven't even finished with season five and they you know, he's guessed it, but I don't know if he has some insider information or based off of mm-hmm. what we know currently. Like, what could season five, what could the spinoff possibly be? Oh, oh that, I guess that's something minorly we could we could bring up. Um, Duffer Brothers are, are are starting a production studio known as Upside Down Productions, and um, including a Stranger Things spinoff, they are also working on a Death Note series. Uh, and I told you I am of mixed minds about this because if you do it the way I say you do it, it could be great. If you do it the way that Netflix tried to do it last time, I guarantee you will fail. You will tarnish your name. Do not... Huh? No, just repeating what you were saying, but do not... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Do not try and do another fucking direct adaptation Light versus L conflict. No one has gotten it right in live action. You You will not get it right in live action. Because you keep focusing on the book and not on the characters. And not on the philosophical and uh, psychological battle that that's about. It is a cat and mouse crime noir thriller with supernatural elements. It is not just a supernatural story. The way you go about doing a good Death Note show is you make an anthology series and have the Death Note fall in different circumstances with different people of different moralities and different cultural backgrounds is the easiest fucking story to write because all of the other spinoffs that have involved the death note that is a one shot where it falls in the hands of a Japanese teenager and then it turns into almost World War Three and Donald Trump gets the book but he makes people millionaires in the process and dies a martyr pretty good there's another one with the death eraser uh, the first spinoff is not about Light Yagami, like the, the uh, prototype version of the story. So it's like, stop focusing on the book and focus on what happens when you give either empowered or disenfranchised or the 1% like the power to control life. You know, what happens if you give, a, if you give the power of God in the hands of mortals? That is a very easy premise to work with if you have good writers. You essentially have Black Mirror, the supernatural shit. What are the ramifications of these actions? It's it's easy to do, but niggas don't listen to me. Do I, stupid I, I, shit. I trust the Duffer Brothers. I don't. Th- I think they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I feel like they're smart enough writers to know not to to fuck it up. And I think they they take character first seriously. Yeah, like if if I had if I absolutely had to trust somebody, 
to maybe do a decent job, it would either be them or Mike Flanagan. They're both good. They're they're both pretty good about like doing interesting enough character work. So, and they can do longer form storytelling. It's interesting. So it's like 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 the Duffer Brothers with Stranger Things have managed so far to do a decent balance of like the supernatural elements with um driving the characters even even the ones that you know could use a little bit more attention but it's just like that's more so the the result of them having really big cast but that's grown over the course of four seasons so that's you know so and they may be producing we don't even know who the writing team is we don't have any other information but if they're the ones that's one i think i would prefer them to handle more directly Versus maybe passing it off to somebody, unless it's somebody that they really, really, somebody that's really, really good. But essentially, have Death Note be your Twilight Zone, like a supernatural Twilight Zone. Yeah, I would be down for that. I don't know much yeah. about Death Note, but the way you describe it, I'm down for that. Yeah, I, I think you'd probably enjoy the show. Um, it has like enough weird shit to be interesting, but it's also a pretty engaging story for the first ha- part, and then the second part, it's uh. It's not bad, but it is weaker. And I think I would be curious to see what your criticisms would be about just, like, the whole thing in general. Yeah, I'd be but. curious, too. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I would like it. I feel like I'd like it. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else do we have to say about Stranger Things? Uh, it's great. Can't wait for the next season. Oh, yeah, I agree. I really, I really like this season. Um, might be my second favorite season after season one. But this, weirdly enough, I think this is one that's like I don't revisit shows a lot. It's like I could maybe see myself revisiting this season just because it's so probably. like. I probably revisit season one. I wouldn't be mad doing a rewatch before the next season comes out. Like in preparation. You are stronger than me. <laughs> I've been I haven't rewatched them since they came out, so I don't even know. I haven't either. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not a huge. I'm, I'm watching Re- Thor two right now, so I can I can handle rewatches if enough time has passed. Yeah, me rewatching something is actually pretty, or replaying something is like pretty rare. Like I have to be very, very, I have to really, really fuck with it to want to see it more than once. Except it, except for Doctor Strange two. Okay, that was circumstantial. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That and, like, some of the Jurassic Worlds, that's more so just, like, either circumstantial or, like, petty shit. But it's like, yeah. Even my favorite movies of all time, I haven't watched an insane amount. Like, throughout my whole life, I've probably watched Jurassic Park. Maybe ten times at most. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you watched No Way Home at all? Uh... I see it twice. I feel like I did. I'm pretty sure I did. How do I feel? I feel like I saw it twice. Did you see the Batman twice? No. Because that shit is three hours long. I would watch it again if I had, like, the drop, if I was in the mood for it. I love the Batman, don't get me wrong. I really, really enjoyed that movie. Do you know how many times I've seen the Batman? Three. From start to finish. Three? No. How many? Five. Jesus Christ. 
I saw it five times in theaters. It's a long Christ. fucking movie. That's a lot. It's a, it's three hours. Three of them were circumstantial, though. The other two were for leisure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't rewatch uh, things that often unless I feel like there's more I'm going to catch. Like, I've only seen Dune once, and I like that movie. Same. I probably won't rewatch it again until the second one comes out. I probably won't rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't I rewatch movies. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't rewatch movies often. Like I love Amazing Spider Man. I've rewatched that two or three times. Not that much. I think and I own that on Blu ray. I think I've seen Tasm two more times. Uh Annihilation is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've literally only watched that once. What's the what's the MCU movie you think you've seen the most? If I had to guess, Iron Man. One? Yeah. I think mine would either be... It might be Avengers 1 or Infinity 4. Those might be. It's like, it's... It's hard for me to to rewatch something because I I remember enough of the major plot beats that I don't get interested, and and there's there's not much more for me to like get from it, other than maybe nostalgic experiences. Unless I'm in like a theater. I think for me, yeah, I think that's the the two reasons. Well, one of them would be if it's opening weekend, I like the movie, and I wanted to rewatch it and experience the crowd's experience. That'd be a reason I'd go rewatch a movie. I think, I think for movies like that are more um, heady. I think I need, I like to see them more than once. Like for example, I didn't I didn't really fall in love with everything everywhere all at once until the second time I saw it. Oh, see, I, I fell in love. See, see, now that's something I I wouldn't mind watching again because I would I would want to watch it with like other. Uh, I mean, I saw it with a friend. It's like I wouldn't mind watching that again just to see what more I can catch. Okay, here's the, okay. I like watching movies twice because the first time you're discovering everything, the second time you know, you you see what they're trying to do from the beginning, and I think it's a different experience, in my opinion. I think for me, usually on the first go round, I do most of both. I usually discover and catch it at the same time. So a, a second a second watch doesn't do though, as much for me. How do you discover and catch it at the same time? Because be, like, be in front of my face. <laughs> I know that, but like, for example, if there's a twist in a movie, right? And the twist at the end of the movie changes the entire context of the movie that you watched. If you go back and rewatch the movie with that new context, it's a different experience. Uh, I just think back to what I just watched. Because <laughs> exa exactly what you described is why um, I slightly prefer Us over Get Out. Because of the twist at the end... Uh, the implication recontextualizes everything else in the movie. So I just think back to everything that I saw and it makes it really fucked up for me. So you never, so you haven't rewatched us again since you first saw it. I haven't rewatched us, but I do remember it. Man, go rewatch us. I remember the <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> what I was supposed to do is just like, Oh, she snapped off beat. Oh, there was all this okay. awful shit that happened. What happens, like, what happens at, at, in 227 in the movie? Go. 
You tell me what happens in 227 in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember. That's why we watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it down to the minute. I remember the core beats and shit. I like re- I like I like rewatching scenes for Easter eggs and whatnot. You know what? To each our own, bro. To each our yeah, own. Yeah. I, we never rewatching a movie together. <laughs> it depends on what it is. Like here's the thing. I, I don't think it's bad that other people rewatch movies. It's just something I don't do. Even for my favorite movies of all time, I don't do it that much because I would ra- rather watch something else that's like different or new. Like I have a game that um is one of my favorite games of all time, and I'm replaying that. That this is the first one. It got an HD remaster. So but two, it's like yeah, this is my first time replaying that game, and like it came out like 2007. I'm I'm slowly working my way back through all all three of them shits. It's like that. Uh, another context in which I'd rewatch a movie is if it's something that had a twist that I really fucked with, that's not necessarily in theaters, but I wanted to watch a friend react to that that movie. I would rewatch it with them. That's I think that's fair. Like I did that. I did that with Last of Us Two. I re, I replayed the entire game. I, I watched my friend play the entire game so I could experience his experience of the game. I. I'd probably consider rewatching something if there's more to catch. Like I'm definitely due to rewatch uh, Annihilation, um, just because like I do think there is more to catch. It, like like you pointed out earlier, I think there is more to catch that I did not get on the first go with that one, because that's a very dense, weird movie. Unlike something like Arrival, that I got on the first go round. But then like American Psycho, I didn't really get it on the first watch. I'm like. I'm gonna probably end up going through this one again. I think a movie I needed to rewatch that I can, I can, I think one of the first movies I can remember going back to the theater to rewatch and paying money twice to see was Inside Lewin Davis. I still need to watch that. It's a great fucking movie. That was my, that's that was what, movie that was on Isaac. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I hear is like one of his peak uh, performances. So I've really been meaning to watch that from like an, an actor's standpoint for sure but it's just like yeah um I'm trying to think about something else that i that uh if or w- ones i've thought about which i'm trying to think about like my favorite ones ever because it's just like american psycho i've definitely watched a couple you know but you know what it is is because as a creative times when i do make shit i am more so about the way I develop my stories is I start at the climax and build around it. So when it comes to taking immediate, I kind of want to already be in the middle part <laughs> and mm. not really want to sit through the beginning or in the end, <laughs> like the, the, the crescendo and the day crescendo. I just kind of want to skip to the climax already. So that's why rewatches can sometimes be a little bit tedious, even if it's something I enjoy. Like, I have to really, really fuck with it to be like, okay, I want to sit down and, like, re-engage with this. Like, like earlier, I was watching, um, because I haven't seen it, I started watching Scream 5. Uh, after I watched Scary Movie earlier. I'm just like, wow, this is, this is actually, I haven't, um, I still got, like, 30 minutes left to finish. But I'm just like, wow, this is, like, pretty interesting so far. And they're, they're, they're going some places and trying some new things. Okay, I, I like it. And I'm trying to figure out who the killer is. But then, like, once I know that, I'm probably not going to revisit this movie. Not because it's bad, but it's just like, oh, okay, I know the I know the twist, and now I can just, like, it's probably going to be, 
in terms of narratively, Trav just can be like show all these flashes of like oh, here were all the signs that this was the killer, which is just like thanks storytelling. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen the movie Marriage Story? No. Um, you talk about with uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I've just heard that that woman is just like I've heard it's good, but it's also just like just an emotional ride. I mean, yeah, it's about a divorce. Divorce, yeah. <laughs> Malcolm and Marie for white people. Finally, they get something. Yeah, I think that one came out first, but yeah. But Still it, Malcolm and Marie for white people. It's retroactive. It is, but it's different. It's different. But Because I, I, I keep seeing that, that scene of like them having that, that fight, and then he punches the wall and shit. Yeah, that's like the... <laughs> that's the Every the day I wake up! <laughs> That's the build-up moment. That's that's the that's probably the scene you would watch and then not watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I I think it's on my queue. I just haven't sat down to watch. There's, there's a couple projects because uh, the reason the reason why I, I brought it up is because uh, I watched that movie and then I showed. I think I can't remember if we, me and my friend we watched it, but we watched it and then we would pause when like when certain character things would happen. And like and like psychologically break down the movie <laughs> for like twenty minutes and then resume and then let a, an, another chunk of the movie play and then do the same shit. It took us like fucking four hours to watch a two hour movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's have a deep discussion about the problems and conflicts that they're having within this film. Meanwhile, I'm over here actually working with couples, just just saying niggas need to talk. <laughs> Like <laughs> it's like us watching it at for four hours. Meanwhile, you over here watching it at two times speed, fighting for my fucking life. Right. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that was the shit that happened with Joker because I think I saw that on. Uh, we'll call it a date uh, with with um my coworker and we both we both do you know mental health shit. So we're walking out of this shit just like, well, that happened. Could have seen all that coming. All the pieces were there. <laughs> so wait, you didn't like Joker, right? I can't remember. I, I thought I, Joker is Joker is one of those movies where I'm just like it's it's shot well, it's well acted. Um, the problem is that I conceptually cannot get on board with the character. He just doesn't interest me whatsoever. Okay. okay. So like, so like even in that movie, so you're just like you're bored. You're, even though it's well made, you're bored while watching it. I wasn't bored. I was engaged enough, but it was definitely a, a case of just like, uh, by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it was, from a filmmaking perspective, I think it was good. You know, editing, acting, all that shit. I, it didn't resonate with me. So it, it didn't stay with me, is the thing with Joker. Like, it, as someone that hasn't seen Taxi Driver or, uh, uh, what was the other movie that they kept referencing, kept comparing it to by Scorsese? It's like, I haven't seen the movies that people were comparing it to. So I'm just like, yeah, it's good. It just like, it didn't, there was nothing for me to connect with. In, co in comparison to like, what the Batman does, where I'm just like, hey, someone that doesn't like this nigga, this is somebody that clearly understands those cynical criticisms that people makes. And I would say more often than not throughout the film kind of engages with it. It's like, hey, everyone looks at Batman as the rich capitalist on the hill. How do we engage with that as like a consumer? You know, 
it didn't it wasn't the core tenet of the movie but it was like you know one of the motivators for like the riddler is a villain and catwoman mentions it and shit so i'm like okay so you're like listening to the the cynical critiques which i don't think todd phillips really did as well with the joker i just think he kind of made a pseudo scorsese project it was like semi about mental illness and just like the problems of like how bad society can be but i don't think he did enough to be like hey you know engaging the viewer with with their critiques that they would have of the character i don't i don't think enough people do that with the joker as a character in general there's not a lot of like deep explorations into you know why do people like this nigga and why are most of them like uh, uh really lonely ostracized white guys no, I, I yeah, think those very incel vibes for sure. Yeah, I think it was and... about the, it was about the renting tension of the movie. Like it's like it's like someone like yeah. bringing something and just like oh god, it's gonna explode. It's gonna it's gonna break at some point. And watching it finally pop was like whoa, this is how we got here. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I had a more. I didn't connect uh, with the movie like in a like a. I empathize with this. Like I I, I know this. I, guy. I felt He's bad. Like yeah, I, I sympathized for with him. You know, it's it was for sure sad. Yeah, I don't. I haven't rewatched it in a while, so I can't. I don't know how I'd feel on a rewatch. But I remember, I remember walking out of it. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie like that, and I hadn't seen the the movies they're referencing either. Yeah, but I was like, I don't think I've seen a movie like that before. That was an interesting experience. And and I think for me, I'm just like we. It, it like I I think it does touch some of those elements, you know, a little bit. But I don't think it, it, for me, it gave, like, the, it didn't do anything with the character to make me go, wow, I appreciate, you know, what you were doing. I think it was just like an artist uh, making a piece versus, I think with the Batman, I think he was an artist making a piece and wanted to kind of say something with that piece. You know, Todd Phillips would probably disagree, but that's why, like, when, uh, was like announced and everything with Lady Gaga. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't really care. Like, I'll see it um, of curiosity, you know, and that the acting is going to be fine and the, the everything else. I'm just like, it's just, I care more about Shazam than I do Joker. Because I'm like, well, that's at least fun. I can, I can, I feel something, you know, coming out of that. Walking out of Joker is just kind of a, a cold, cold bitter lack of empathy which I, I guess maybe that was the point but you know okay damn well we're gonna we're gonna talk about joker and shazam all day but i feel like we've what time we start recording i think we've been here five and a half hours yeah we have <laughs> Oops. i have i have to edit this shit um so, but <laughs> no i mean we can we can close out the show here i mean uh Aaron, is there anything that you would like to to promote? Uh, no, not right now. Just um, you know, we finished doing Umbrella Academy on the Real Rejects channel. They're doing some cool stuff over there. Go check them out, and yeah, uh, my return to the internet will will be imminent. So uh, mm. brace yourselves; I will return with some content. And yeah, that's about it for me. Nice. Well. But thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to like the show and rate the show and uh, leave questions with the hashtag AskAce. And this is your reminder again to like the show and rate the show. If you're looking for me, your regular host, Will, the greatest, 
Uh, my Instagram is will the greatest all one, I guess type. Uh, also, I'm on YouTube at will the greatest. Those have spaces. Will space the space greatest. Uh, I just dropped my review of Air season one. Um, I think a week or so ago. I'm I'm happy with how that came out. Um, I'm thinking about the next review I want to do. But yeah, don't forget to like the show, share the show, rate the show five stars, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.